Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. You want to follow Strictly Anonymous podcast on social media? Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram at Strict Anonymous. Uh, subscribe to my channel on YouTube if you're listening to this video on YouTube. Make sure to follow me here. Subscribe—that's what's called here. <laughs> subscribe, like, and share my videos. Uh, if you are listening on a podcast app, don't forget to subscribe to my show there as well. You get the shows earlier, like a lot earlier, like hours earlier, and they just come right into your phone when you subscribe. Uh, write a review, give me five stars. Uh, if you're on TikTok, yeah, TikTok. I know it's for little kids, but I'm on there, and there's like billions of people on there. TikTok is a whole world that you can really get sucked into. Have you ever looked on there? If you haven't, you should, because there's a lot of creative people on there that nobody knows anything about, but they're fucking funny and interesting and creative. Uh, I could get, I could lose like an hour on TikTok. I watch one video and I'm like, this is so interesting. And then they send you 10 more just like it. And then they have these like girls and they're super young and they're like, go to Target and buy this and then buy this and then buy this. And I just want to buy everything that they say. I don't know why, but they really, I really believe them for some reason. Um, so anyway, I get, a, I like TikTok, but I'm on there and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just testing stuff out. But if you're on TikTok, follow me at Strictly Anonymous Confess, I think is what I am. You'll know me when you see me there. Uh, if you want to join my Patreon, I have a Patreon page. I have a couple tiers, the lowest tier. And if you just want to support my show because you're a big fan and you want to get these episodes early and hear some Q&As every month, sign up for that. It's only three bucks. To me, that's chump change. I would really appreciate it. I love my Patreon members. I love all my listeners, by the way. But, you know, my Patreon members because they're supporting my show. I love them even more. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I have a great pantyhose tier for my pantyhose fetish uh, guys. I call them hosers. If you're a hoser and you're into pantyhose, you get a lot of extra content on there. So sign up for that. That's seven bucks. Uh, and I have a $60 tier. You could do that. A lot of people are doing that on the side with me through PayPal for $60, $65. You could talk to me for 45 minutes. It's like an unprofessional therapy session. I don't tape it. I still don't know who the fuck you are. I don't care who the fuck you are, but we still have a conversation. It just doesn't air. So if you want to do that, you could email me at strictlyanonymouspodcast uh, at gmail.com. You could also be on the show 
I'm, I'm not really looking for callers. I'm backed up. I still have people I taped last March. Swear to fucking God. <laughs> the guy I have today, I think I taped him last May. Um, but if you want to be on the show and you have a great story that you think I've never heard before, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Uh, remember Dawn the Escort? I was on her podcast. She's just starting out. I don't know. I always, Sometimes I have some guests on my show and I just really like click with them and like them. I really liked Dawn. She came on because she started her own podcast and then I was like, I'll go on your podcast and she has it and she's, uh, I did a podcast with her and you could see me in it like half of me. I'm literally in my bathroom and <laughs> my tits look huge because of the angle. I mean, they tend to be bigger for my body. I think maybe I've said that before. But in this video, they really look even 10 times bigger because I think the way uh, the angle was. But uh, you could see me there. I'll put the link uh, below if you want to see my interview with her. Uh, we talk all about me. So if you want to know more about me, you could go there or go to my Patreon page because I do Q&As and answer all kinds of questions there. So today, let's get on uh, the topic of who I have on today. It's a guy named Thorne. Now, Thorne came on my show literally last May. I have people who called him before him who haven't been aired yet. I, and I have like already 20 more that I taped last week. So I'm fucked. I, have, I still haven't been able to commit to whether I'm going to do double episodes or two episodes a week. Uh, I haven't committed yet because once I do, that's the way it will be. So uh, I'm just waiting to figure out what is the best way to do it. Uh, or do it behind a paywall. I don't know. I don't know. Send me your emails. Send me an email if you think what would be best. Double episodes or two episodes a week. So I could get these episodes off my back. I mean, I have too many of them at this point. And I'm taping so many people. I don't have enough to air. Does that make sense? Or have too many to air. Anyway, enough about my bullshit worries. And let's get back to Thorne. So Thorne called in last year. Thorne is into pantyhose. He's into pegging. He's has an open marriage. I do. I remember making a note to myself. Um, that when I did this intro about Thorne to let you guys know that in the beginning, I like hyper focus on the fact that he was a virgin till way later in life. Like, and I'm not talking like 18, 21, like it's later. And I focused a lot on that. And I feel like, you know, who really cares? We talked about it. And I think, of course, you want to talk about it. But I think I might have talked about it a little too much. But don't worry, because we get into all the other stuff. If you go through the, once you get through the virginity things that, like I said, I think I harped on a little bit too much. You get into all the other stuff. He's into pantyhose. He's into foot jobs with pantyhose. He happens to be bipolar and on the spectrum. We talk a little bit about that. He's a cross-dresser. Uh, he's really into pegging. And he's with an open girl who he met online many years before they got together. Well, they got together. They stopped being together, but like they have an open marriage. She's super cool and open and into the stuff that he does. And she's down with it and they both dress up and she pegs him and they have like a really great time. He also talks a little bit about a porn addiction and how like just looking at so much porn had made him like not be able to find the porn that he likes. So he started making his own, ordering his own. <laughs> what does that mean? I wanted to know. I asked him. He explains it. Uh, and he does give a website for like what he, what he, where he goes to see the kind of stuff that he wants. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, I'm just going to get right back on with Thorne. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Oh, hey, Thorne. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? Tonight? I'm good. Whatever. <laughs> You're good. So, you know, I'm, you get... Uh, yeah, what were you going to say? 
Oh, well, I think I'm COVID-free so far. Oh, yeah, there you go. Well, I'm in the most infested COVID place. I'm in New York City, and I stayed through the whole th- time, and I've been fine. And I don't know. It's funny because I'm in New York, and, like, everybody, I think, you know, from the outside looking in is like, oh, my God, we're, like, the worst, most dirtiest place, right? And every- But I don't know what, and I know a lot of people here, and I don't know one person that's had it. I think we all had it previously because I was deathly ill in January, and other people I know we're ill, like, you know, around those times. So I think we had it all already, and that's why we're not getting it. Because, like, how the fuck have we been okay? Like, I don't know one person that's been sick. But anyway, um, so you wrote in, and you gave me a lot of information, interesting stuff, okay, in your email that you sent me. And I know that you're another pantyhose fetish guy, but you had, like, 10 other things in your email that were, like, Equally, if not more interesting than that, because it's stuff that I haven't really talked a lot about. And the first one being that, you know, and maybe we could start with the fact that you were a virgin, right? When until you married your wife, which was at 33, which is super late. I don't think I've ever talked to somebody that lost their virginity that late. (laughs) No, and but well, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't too holy. I mean, I, I, lost, I think I really lost my virginity to the computer, right? That. And uh, um, uh, it was uh, you know, we, I mean, I didn't marry her and then lose it, so we, it was while we were living together for about six years before we got married. So, if it wasn't a religious th- like that's what I was trying, that's what I was wondering because you did say that that holy thing and the thing like I you had sex with her before you got married. So, if it wasn't like, oh, I'm not having sex with someone because of religion, why had you not had sex before? Because now I have to say, and we're going to get into all that other stuff, like you live a very open relationship with your wife you guys do a lot of kinky things that we're going to talk about right and you would tend to think that somebody that you know doesn't have sex until they're 33 might be a little repressed and maybe conservative and vanilla quote unquote but you're anything but especially the things like I said that we're going to be discussing so I just wonder what why you were a virgin up till 33 was it religion my my explanation of it is uh when I did have um, like a relationship in my late teens, I think my uh, my emotional nature was just too intense for me. Like, uh, I mean, I, I thought about this girl for like every day for over 20 years, like after all this went down. And uh, after and, what uh, went really, down? Uh, just like a breaking, you know, breaking up with your first love. Kind oh, of a thing. OK. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, I I just felt like I mean I tried to go on dates or do uh, online dating and stuff, but uh, just uh, my emotions would just get too heavy for me, or I'd I'd feel afraid that if I did do the deed with somebody that uh you know I just want it more and more, or you know if it, I'd I'd feel even more of a loss than what I felt when I was like a late teen. So right, it freaked I think you out. Not, it freaked you yeah, out because it was emotionally too mature. Mm-hmm. But what about set? Like I mean, you know, because. I'm assuming through high school and through college or whatever you did after high school, right? Like you had friends, did you go out? Like, I mean, how did you oh. not, I get that maybe you'd be afraid to have a relationship, but sometimes, you know, sex and relationships aren't the same thing, right? A lot of people when they're younger just have sex or just have relationships or Yeah, I, I guess I kind of, I kind of frowned on the whole idea of just doing it for the sake of doing it to impress your friends or feeling like you got a piece of the pie in life and you're growing and uh i just uh 
I kind of felt disgusted about that in a lot of ways. And then I also, uh, I had a lot of uh, lack of self-confidence and uh, self-esteem as a person, I guess, uh, based off of my own traumas in high school and uh, college or uh, joined, I was in the military too. Mm-hmm. So I think that's had a lot to do with it. And just uh, like I had my first kiss when I was 26 years old with a woman that's I was dating. That's crazy and, to me. Yeah, I was, uh, and I mean, it, it, it was only like maybe four dates, but then I already felt like I was in love and I found the one. <laughs> so she was telling me stuff like, uh, I think you were made for me and, and hugging me, hold me all night. And, uh, and I'm like, hey, this is going to be so good. And then she just kind of quit talking to me and found someone else. So that kind of drove me nuts. And I'm, I just, uh, I guess I was afraid of opening up or feeling vulnerable to other people, which is, uh, it's kind of what kept me away from it a lot. Yeah, but you said, I'm assuming that that girl in your 20s was the second girl you dated because you said when you were young, you dated somebody and that really right. blew your mind. She right? was so a friend. Oh. Yeah, she was a friend of mine. And uh, mm -hmm. she, uh, she she claimed herself lesbian and we were just really good friends. And uh, we never kissed or hugged or said we loved right. each other. But there was a, I mean, we were, it was a really close friendship. And uh, we like called each other every night and talked and hung out and stuff. She was the first woman that kind of... Uh, she actually gave me a pair of pantyhose once and because uh, I used to kind of go out cross-dressed as a late teen kid. I just uh, felt like uh, well, maybe that Bon Jovi song, It's My Life, Now or yeah. Never, you know, I ain't going to live forever. So do what the hell you want. Don't give a fuck what other people are saying. Uh -huh. And I would do that, and I kind of gained her friendship through that. And, I, and uh, she was the first person to um, give me footsie at a restaurant while she was wearing pantyhose, and I like went home and jerked off about six times in a row after that uh, incident. And uh but it, it kind of went south real fast. I think just my uh, young emotional nature just couldn't handle it. Or um, I've also been diagnosed with a mental disorder that might not have been uh, um, medicated at the time or something that caused me. I, I would just go into uh, there's just too much pride and fear in me. And uh, <clears throat> I just get isolated, depressed. And um, and, and just uh, I even if even in the military, I had friends. Uh, this woman came up and, and like commented on my tattoos and I didn't even look her in the face. And my friends were like, man, dude, she was totally into you. She was, you know, hot. And, uh, and to me, it was kind of like, I, I guess it's that fear of uh, getting too close to somebody and have them reject you again and again. Uh, mm -hmm. Just kind of kept me away. So you were maybe. And what was the that you think was the illness that was undiagnosed at the time? Is that something you'd want to talk about or say what it was that you think that you had? Like, was it Asperger's or something like that? You well, my, my wife actually thinks I, I have that. Uh, I, uh, I was diagnosed. I don't know. I think I should keep it anonymous, but I was um, diagnosed bipolar and, um, oh, and bipolar. with the autistic spectrum in there involved, too. Oh, yeah. And that could be Asperger's, right? I mean, if that is on the spectrum or, or similar, I don't I don't know so much about it. I did have someone on recently that. Uh, was Asperger's and talked a lot about it and explained it to me, you know, as far as like how it works out in a relationship, right? Because there's a lot of, it, it is attached to how you could feel love and feel feelings. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. 
Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Yeah, I don't, but I don't think too many, I don't know if too many Asperger people make it through the military and, uh, I don't know. No, and you had too many feelings, right? Like it was almost like it was overwhelming for you. Is that what you said? I think I was just too afraid of, uh, of hurting so much. I just put on such an emotional suit of armor and, and kept my heart in a concrete bunker. And I just didn't want to be vulnerable to anybody. Uh, kind of like a, the Beatles Nowhere Man or uh, Frederick. I felt I used to read Frederick Nietzsche, and uh, that wasn't really good for friendships in, in the regular world. <laughs> you know. Right. That kind of negative, uh, I was like a Grinch, stole Christmas kind of personality, real grouchy and uh, negative Well, listen, person. you knew at a, at a young age you were cross-dressing. You said that you, you mentioned that, right, when you were friends with that girl. Right. She knew about it. You were o- able to be open with her about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's was some, uh, something else. Just I was more like one of those goth kids in uh, high school and you I kind were. of used it as a, mm-hmm. a scapegoat to, I mean, you know, actually expose or express my fetish. And, you know, I could wear tights or pantyhose or a dress and makeup and just uh, um, go out and feel like I was alive. Now, because you were goth in school, like, was it, so was it obvious to everybody that that was who you were and that you were into cross-dressing or what did it, did you hide it through just being goth and like your family yeah, thought you're like, Oh, he's going through that goth phase. Correct. Yeah. I think I just hit it through the, hit it through the, the goth movement <laughs> phase of uh, listening to Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> right. And put, maybe putting on makeup and eyeliner like he did. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah, we. I mean, sometimes some weekends we go out. Uh, she, uh, she would actually put makeup on me or put lipstick on me, and uh, it was a and it was a really burning kind of passion thing we had, and I, I just felt like it never got expressed or uh, no closure with it. Um, and then you stopped being friends with her. Yeah, she. Uh, and then I've tried to contact her again throughout the years, like when I was in the military or stuff, but she just totally somebody else now and uh and i'm you know i'm just still kind of sometimes i have dreams or something where you know just kind of screw up my day um trying to get back to reality uh i just i just had a real deep uh, uh feelings of love for her that just never got uh, expressed or um you know i could have been a better friend or something how old are you now i'm uh close to 40 you're close to 40 and when were you like was this in high school when you knew her yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you haven't talked to her since. Now, how did you wind up? So you go all your, like, until you're 33. You don't even have a kiss until you're 26. But I'm assuming, because you said earlier, and I think you mentioned it in your email, that, like, you're a, like, you got, you watched a lot of porn or got yourself off. Like, I mean, you weren't somebody that had no sexual feelings, right? You yeah. were like any other yeah. guy, <laughs> super yeah, horny, I mean, right? I... But you were just jerking off at home. 
Yeah, I uh, I mean, in the military, I can remember I had like two TVs and a, a computer, <laughs> and I'd have like a VHS tape in one, a DVD in the other. And oh my god! <laughs> uh, surfing the web on the other one. <laughs> this is like right. the the enterprise of porn. Right. So that was your way of releasing it. It wasn't right. like you and didn't also, have those needs. It also gave me the sense of uh, comfort or, or control because it's something I can turn on and off and I don't have to worry about uh, how I'm performing or how I look or what I'm saying or doing, you know, with uh, somebody else. And that always, uh, even without, without the sex thing, just being around people sometimes feels really impressive. And There's all these imaginary trip lines and landmines you can walk on and uh, you don't know what <laughs> you know what you're dealing with sometimes other people. Right, in the real world, like having being intimate with people is scary, for sure. And because you had that bad, I mean, it, it almost seemed like unrequited love that you went through, right? I mean, it wasn't, because you guys never even really kissed. You didn't really have a relationship. You had a close friendship. Yeah, it, it felt like there were, it, it felt like a, a winning lottery ticket that I never cashed in or didn't even know I had. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I could go back to memories where we're like dressed up in women's clothes on the back of my car and at her at her parents' driveway at night in the moon after like a Halloween party, and she's putting her feet up under my ball sack like on the car. And, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, man, they should have just kissed. You should have fucked. You should have done something with her on the driveway, and uh, just you know those kind of regrets. Right. Well, how did you wind up? So with the girl that you made out with or or kissed when you were in your 20s, what happened with her? Oh, um, like I said, we went on, a, it was just like about four dates and, uh, there was, right. there was pretty magical ones and, uh, um, but, uh, that, I mean, she just stopped talking to me after one date and then, uh, this was in my space was out. And then I noticed she put some other guy as like her number one spot on there. And uh, oh, she I remember wasn't that my space with the spots. Yeah. Yeah. She, she moved my spot away. Oh my so God, I hilarious. felt heartbroken and, and, uh, and I, I guess it turned into a thing where she just found somebody else and. Uh, you know, maybe, and also maybe my inhibitions about not being as affectionate or daring or intimate that, uh, might've turned her off anyways. Uh, it just didn't give me enough, uh, patience or time, I guess, to get that far. And, uh, it was only four dates. I don't know how many dates you need to screw or, or fool no, around. No. Like three, sometimes some people do it first time, second, third, you could, but that wasn't your thing. I mean, you obviously had some issues around it, but how, so what's interesting to me is that you wound up finding somebody, you were able to have a relationship, you're married, right? How did you wind up, like, how did she get in to you? Like, how did it click with her and work with her? <laughs> It, it may seem kind of pathetic or sad. I don't know. It happens a lot. But, I uh, don't. I don't. I think was, it's uh, going to be a good story because I well, she, I believe there's somebody my, for uh, everybody. Uh, she was like my first uh, online girlfriend when I was 17 uh -huh. on the internet in this uh, virtual places chat room. Yeah. And uh, and actually, I, I've. I'm friends with a lot of these same people that went to the same chat rooms and they they all married from the same damn chat room too. <laughs> they're, they're, one girl moved to Scotland to be with some guy that was in the chat room. And it's kind of funny and we're all still friends together on social media. Yeah, that's great though. Why not? I mean, you know, you but, all found a place and a community and a, a bunch of people you could all relate to and the fact that you guys are still friends and Listen, I think a lot of people think, oh, these people are having relationships online and that's not reality. But you're here to say that a lot of people went on to 
actually live with these people, get married to them, and they're yeah, still they with them to they this day. So they've got kids, they've got anniversaries, they're doing good. Uh, yeah, but uh, that's how. Uh, but they get back to it. I um, uh, we were just on- online boyfriend girlfriend, and we mm-hmm. kind of had one of those dramatic online split ups, and just I never heard from her again. And then, um, I guess about 2012, I just thought about her and uh, found her phone number and texted her, uh, and she was curious who I was and uh, we emailed for about a year and then she came down from uh, she left her life in New York to come to be with me in uh, South Carolina at the time and we've been together since uh, 2013 and now how long did you guys date before you had sex with her because huh. I mean you had known her for a long time I was gonna say okay so it wasn't like you waited with her because you guys had a lot of history by the time you guys got together oh yeah we were just emailing back and forth for over a year um, she was actually living with another guy and she left him to come mm-hmm. be with me I don't that's <laughs> kind of a rough way to get into it but well whatever I mean it it, it it was obviously meant to be with you, right? And she left that guy. She came and moved with you. How was it the first time you had sex? Uh, I, I more like the just the pantyhose, the, the the feet in my crotch, and all that. But I mean, I feel like sex is more. It, it's just more animalistic, and and uh, to me, uh, I don't. Oh, that's <laughs> interesting. So, like for you, you like all that other foreplay stuff that you. Yeah, I, yeah, I love all the foreplay fetish stuff and. So maybe that's why you were, because in your life, before you lost your virginity, quote unquote, because I've been hanging on to like that aspect of it, right? But like before you lost your virginity, were you doing those other things that you actually prefer? Like having, you know, pantyhose on your dick and like stuff like that. Were you doing that before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a... Uh, yeah, a big collection of uh, pantyhose and tights and mm-hmm. women's underwear. And she, um, we, uh, I guess we never, it's going to be kind of weird, I guess, jumping from not uh, really the, the relationship stuff to the, the background of the, the fetish thing is that's what I got a PhD in for sure. Um, yeah, but that's just the way that it's, that's the way it's unfolding. So let's go there. Yeah. But I mean, that's, right. that's what's, it's interesting because I wasn't, you know, I'm just looking at it like, oh, when did you lose your virginity? You're not having sex. But the whole time you're satisfied sexually because what you really enjoy is that other stuff, all the pantyhose stuff, right? Like you just said. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, And um, and I kind of found out, uh, I don't know if you know about like uh, some psychological problems about it, though. I, you know, I feel kind of guilty. I think it's it's sort of like a um, blocks or to get through for her intimately. Like, you know, she'll be with me or like uh pleasure in me but you know i'm focusing more like on her feet or, or her legs or or you know and i think it kind of it might make her feel a little down or, or sad that you know i'm just you know i try to look at her eyes more or sometimes i'll just stop and just tell her that uh you know you you really love me you know <laughs> did put up with I mean, she right she's like playing this wicked game of twister with a, a toy up my ass and, and her feet in my crotch and her hand one hand on my, on my uh, dick and one hand on the toy in my ass and you know she's like doing so much to and it takes so much after you've been so desensitized to 
looking at so much porn and and i mean sometimes i feel like i need a roadie if i need to jerk off by myself because it takes i gotta get all this out plug this in right because you guys have been into electro stimulation you said you yeah i I think i think it's because i'm just getting older and and the sex drive might be dying and i don't want to let it go so i try to find new adventures new things to do yeah and she's super open i mean you guys are have done like she's into pegging you right you you did yeah we'd uh like i have one real good memory of that where uh, i mean i was in like this lingerie with uh garters on and we had Christmas lights around the bed and, and she was in her, like, uh, she wears lingerie too. And she had the strap on and I'm riding her, I mean, on top of her. And she, for some reason for her, that gets her off so much. Her eyes are rolling in the back of her head and she's just like having this blissful sexual experience just from pretending to have a dude's dick in me, you know? Right. But you're the, she's the guy, she's on top of you. I thought you said you were riding her, but she's pegging Yeah, I was you. riding her. We do we do all sorts of positions. Sometimes I'll ride on top of her. She can get on me, uh, behind me or whatever. Right. But she has like a masculine side. She likes to have, to strap it on, right? And do yeah, you as well. She even told me about, I mean, that during our email correspondence for a year. I mean, she's like, sometimes I'll just put it on by myself and when I'm you know alone and I don't know somehow it does us something for her to think make her think she's got a a dick and her I guess her other uh man that she was with like that like that sort of stuff so it was kind of like some piece, puzzle pieces coming together when we when met. when you guys met up you mean because when you like that too and you knew that you did I'm fine with I mean I've been used to um shoving things up my ass I guess I it's a it's a male G spot thing, man. It's, it feels kind of like hacking your own body and and feeling some different, you know, more intense pleasure. Yeah, for sure. And you were doing that kind of stuff before you lost your virginity yeah. when you were playing with yourself and by yourself yep. with other people. When you were in those chat rooms, so were those chat rooms like sex chat rooms at, or were they no. just people talking? Right. That's because I didn't think that. No, I think it it was something. Uh, the chat room we were at, maybe some people on here remember, but it was called Da Vinci's Notebook, and it was a uh, like a, I guess an intellectual uh, chat room about the Renaissance or something, just for people who think they're smart and read books and all that. But uh, I don't know. I just go in there and ramble, and I was only eighteen, seventeen years old. Oh, you know, I have to say the way you wrote your email, there was like a couple sentences. There was one that was like it was very. I love things that rhyme, and you were like. Something, something, dick, something, something, chick. I don't know. And I was like, you, you write very well and, and actually very, uh, you know, poetic kind of. And I don't know if you, I don't think you were meaning to, but well, or, I or you it. just naturally do that. But I, I could tell you had a flair for something. You said something like, oh, she likes to strap on a dick and it gets along with me being a chick. Or I don't know what it was, but it was like <laughs> yeah, a good she, sentence. She likes to be a chick with a dick and I like to be a man dressed like a chick or something like that. yeah but no it was it was better said you know it was oh. very it was good you know and i was like oh this is like interesting thing about this guy i could tell he is creative or maybe is a writer or something i don't know yeah, get me hired do something yeah <laughs> right. anyway so we'll move on to back to me uh, sex stuff if you want yeah so now you and your girl because it's not listen you guys are talking about all this intellectual stuff online and then you find out she has all these other intense things. She knows she, I'm assuming you tell her about your fetishes. She's explaining the stuff that she's into. So by the time you guys get together, you start to try all this stuff 
right? When does the electro stimulation come into play? Oh, it's from, you know, I get my worst, uh, I don't know, best I worst ideas from looking at stuff online. I saw some guy uh, just getting himself off or his own dick off with, without touching it on one of these videos. And I was like, man, I wonder if that feels good or what that's like. And, uh, I'd, uh, and I, and I'd even lost my, I mean, the first time I actually ejaculated in puberty was to, uh, like a vibrating massager that you used to do your back with, or, or mm-hmm. you know, now, now they got the, like the Hitachi wands and all that. But I was just, uh, as a kid, I would put on the, my mom's pantyhose and, and I'd have the house to myself. And then I just remember seeing this HBO real sex ex, uh, episode. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember these ladies were using vibrators. I was like, Oh, why don't they have wet for, for boys or men? And, uh, so I just decided to start using that. And I didn't even jack off with my hand until I was like in desperate situations. And I've just been kind of used to the electrical, <laughs> the, uh, the extra, uh, 21st century crap. Because you were always using that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just, uh, yeah, I'd seen a video of it. So I ended up, uh, one birthday, uh, I was like, okay, I'll just, blow a bunch of money on about like some $500 module that has all these settings. And, uh, and then all of a sudden it becomes like, you want to save money on electrodes and you like, and home Depot and, and Lowe's are like my sex store. Now I just got to look around for the right size diameter loop or pipe piece or, something, you know, get some wire cutters and make your own stuff. Yeah. I have, Jesus, mm-hmm, go on. Oh, go ahead. No, you go on. Well, she, we've actually used it together where, uh, I had like a cock ring on the base of my cock and uh, she had uh, one of the electrodes like on her clit. And so we completed the circuit by just by having my penis in her. And then uh, she, she, I gave her the module to adjust whatever setting she wants and, and she was having fun, but I think it's a little too uh, robotic or something for it. She, I mean, she was just like, it was interesting, but uh, I like the old, you know, old fashioned intimacy kind of thing. Right. I had a guy on that just spoke all about that. I mean, it was a whole episode. Yeah, I remember that episode where he, uh, at the end, he left you with that hanger about, oh, yeah, I get guys from Craigslist and show them how it's done. <laughs> that was yeah, like, he, the end of it. Yeah, but he wanted to, I think I, he gave his email for people to like talk to him so he could help people, right? What didn't he offer the, those services up? But I mean, it was something that I had never known existed that you could do that kind of thing. And he was really into it. I mean, and I guess because you had all that time, right, up until you're 33. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that you would figure out all these interesting ways. And I get it. I mean, if you're a curious person and you have nothing else going on and you're really into porn and you got some extra cash, why wouldn't you keep trying to figure out new ways? Yeah. I don't really mess with it as much anymore. Every once in a while, I'll pull it out. But... Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I've, I've been drinking and when you're drunk, I guess you're less sensitive or something. And I, I, I turn it up too high and the next morning I, I have like a dick hangover. It'd be all like, oh, damn, what did I do to myself? It made me think of a uh, princess bride when that six fingered man hits. The, it's like not to 60 or not to 50. The Prince Hubbard turning up the uh, electrodes, <laughs> I guess, on my dick. But I, I don't know. I'm just thinking kind of. Yeah, because that right could now. happen. I mean, is that like, I mean, yeah, I don't you, know, could, you, you could I guess really tear up your muscles and uh, I don't know. I could have blown my dick off with that thing. If, uh, yeah, that's crazy. Turn it up too high. But your girl was polyamorous. That's what you said before. Right. Now, and that's enough. Yeah, that goes back to uh, like when we were 17 and stuff. That would really mess me up because I I'd, I'd felt I I'd felt some kind of uh, 
um, attraction or connection with her when I was a teenager and she felt the same thing, but she also felt like, uh, she was polyamorous and she could have multiple lovers. And, and so she was, you know, it really kind of tore me up and, and I guess that's what kind of broke off the thing is, uh, when I was a teenager, cause I was just like, man, I just, you're good enough for me and I wish, you know, I was good enough for you. And, uh, but she kind of moved on to other lovers and stuff. I think when she got into the real world and really did it and had a multiple partners, you know, it became a nightmare of, uh, you know, trying to, I guess, deal with everybody else's emotional baggage when you got more than one person, it's gotta be tough. Yeah, I could imagine. I don't. I don't have enough love, even for one person, let alone three. Yeah. I don't know. So I was like, I've had polyamorous couples come on, and it always interests me that somebody would, you know, want to that has enough to spread through a lot of people. But was she? Wouldn't she? Was so by the time you guys hooked up again, she was past that phase. Yeah, when mm-hmm. uh, she was living with uh, another guy that was her friend for like about eight years, uh, she kind of. I guess there were certain things in the relationship she was missing out. I mean, I mean like the sexual stuff, but also something, uh, stuff, some emotional stuff and everything. He was kind of like became a born again Christian and kind of accused her of like having demons and stuff like shit, like crazy shit like that. And uh, that really turned her off. And he was kind of, you know, he was, he also didn't have a job and was kind of living off of her too. So that. Right. And that's uh, when she went with you. Now, did you guys have kids? No, we got cats, but we don't get kids <laughs> and how old is she is she your age do you guys want to have yeah, kids she's just uh she's just a year older than me right <laughs> no she's uh, i think she gets stressed out and mad enough just having me i don't i don't think a kid would be make her any ha- happier right it's not uh, something that she cares about or and she she she's also just real cynical and uh, you know we think uh i mean the best thing you could do for your kid is not have them sometimes <laughs> i mean in this world the way it goes and shit you hear but i'm sure we're missing out on a lot of the what life's about with that but i mean we got cats she does she actually works with kids and she's like oh i'm glad i can send them home after the day's done yeah she has the best of both worlds right i mean i don't think it's for everybody for sure and i think that you get you know i don't know i always knew my whole life how i felt about that you know i always wanted a kid i never wanted to be married but i always wanted a kid and i'm a single mom you know so i think we all have what we what we want right mm-hmm. it's it's like and you you know so if both of it and you said you were a little bit of a scrooge right <laughs> or whatever you, i don't know you kind of talked about yourself the same way you just explained her you might be a little cynical too. I think you said that you were when you were younger. She is yeah. now. We were. We're both. We're both inter- introverted. Only children. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. I think that. I mean, um, being alone as a kid a lot, and you know, uh, getting into your own hobbies and things, and uh, it just. Uh, it seems like uh, people are a mess a lot of times. <laughs> so I uh, generally just. I just try to find the healthy ones that are. You don't want to create any new bad ones or you're right or you just feel like it's so fucked up out there. Maybe you wouldn't want to bring a kid in. Whatever. I mean, that doesn't really matter because you have so many. I'm sure you have so many more like so many interesting stories to talk about as far as because your wife has pegged you a lot. Right. I mean, was that something that she she, you said? I think you said she came into that as something it was something she liked before you. 
right? And then, right. and you had always known that you were shoving things up your ass, right? <laughs> so it was yeah. kind of like perfect. And now, is it something that you like to do when you're dressed up? I mean, do you consider yourself a cross dresser? Yeah, uh, I mean, when uh, I think it's more to me, I feel like it's more transvestic fetishism. Uh, oh, you use that word in your email. I was like, I didn't yeah, even that's know that. That's way, a good. That's I think a... that's the way the DSM whatever says it. Maybe uh, it's it's just a. I think I get a, a sexual rise out of what a normal heterosexual man would see a naked woman would turn him on. You know, I'm getting turned on by a woman in her underwear and, and her pantyhose, and that's sort of what uh, gets me to that same state or relation. Um, but, or if I'm wearing it myself, you know, that gets also a turn on and. Right. So is, what is transvestic fetishism? Like what is, is that? That means that you want to be right. That's who you right. want to be in the situation. Turns, it's right? a sexual arousal of women, wearing women's uh, clothes or undergarments. Is, mm -hmm. I think the basic definition. Right. But it's more undergarments. It's not like so the difference would be the cross dresser is somebody that wants to dress up and go outside yeah. wearing regular clothes. Yeah, it could be. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I did. uh try going out when I was a, a late, you know, like I said, in late teens, I would go to the, the fair with my friends or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and we bumped into my uh, parents' neighbors with their uh, little nephew. And, and I felt, and they were looked like shocked when I, when they saw me dressed up like a woman and every, and I felt like it, um, was more of a sexual thing that I didn't need, feel the need to, um, you know, uh, press on everybody else. Look at me. I'm dressed up as a woman. I love it. You know, I didn't, uh, I, I just kind of felt turned off about it after that. Like, I, why is, it doesn't do anything for me to um, be like an exhibitionist with it. Uh, it's fine just at home. Right, and and you prefer that. I'm... And we did we did go out to a Rocky Horror Picture Show showing once, and we were both dressed up and, uh, you know, just got to sit next to each other, old hands, feel each other's legs, and went home and, I mean, she she came real fast that night. I guess just seeing me dressed up and out with her. Your wife. Yeah. Because she likes it, right? I mean, it's not like yeah. she's something she's just doing for you. Right. She she likes it too. So when you are dressed up, is she always is it is it always like that role reversal that you're maybe the woman no. and she's the guy or no? No. You know, sometimes it's just it's just our sex pants or our sex clothes. I don't, we've only had uh, I think we've only had sex once without anything or just being naked and um, playing human. <laughs> Are you serious? You mean like yeah. regular sex once? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All the we other. We just times... had our anniversary, but she. I mean, she's she had a COVID test done. It came back negative, so that's good. But she she wasn't feeling too good uh, on her anniversary day. When was that? Uh, uh, I'd rather keep it. It was late. It was uh, not too long ago. Okay. Oh. But I'm mean, I just saying, like, was it a week ago or like three weeks ago? I mean, it, it was a couple days ago. Oh, a couple days ago. All right. Now, are there any secrets that you have, like, from your wife, or are you guys just totally open about everything that you do, everything that you're into? She, uh, secrets. Uh, no, I, I actually revealed to her that I. Uh, recently, like about a month ago, that um, I paid for my own like porno pornographic video script clip. Yeah, you know I mean you can do that on like Clips for Sale or I Want Clips dot com. What is it? 
uh, where you, you can actually submit, you can uh, order a custom fantasy video by different models. Oh, I wanted to get that for uh, as a gift for somebody once. How much do they charge you? It varies on depending right, on the depending model, on the girl, right? But around how much? Time. I figured I wanted to spend like two hundred bucks. Would I have been able to get that done? Yeah, probably a ten minute clip. Right. Mm-hmm. So you could. So you had. And what was what was the fantasy that you had them do? Uh, I mostly like. Uh, I try to reach deeper into my sexual psyche, and and uh, yeah, I'm making it more bigger than it is, but. It's that childish, lustful side of me that just wants to be uh, entertained or, or stimulated. And uh, I, I, I mean, there's so I've seen so much thing uh, porn on the web, and um, it just wasn't doing it for me as much as it used to. Sometimes you could buy clips or watch clips that you know kind of involve some of my kinks, but then it goes into like some weird. Uh, you got to eat cum, or you got to you're going to be called a <laughs> faggot, or yeah. Or, uh, you're, you're bi and you're going to, I don't know, just all sorts of gross stuff that like doesn't do it for me. So I wanted to just do my, have instead of wasting money or time on these kind of clips, why don't I just spend a little bit more money and, and get my own custom one that has things I wish I had. I kind of felt like I was crossing some boundaries by going that far uh, to myself or not just being satisfied with whatever or, or just. I think I'm just kind of growing out of the porn thing and, I'm, and then there's part of me that's like trying to keep it alive. But uh, the the clips I like are just more. Uh, I, I kind of have memories of stuff in my past where my uh, my aunt tells my little cousin like, "Look what I got you today, pantyhose." And and I was like a pubescent teen when I heard this, and and uh, and and I felt so sad that like, oh, nobody's gonna get me any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, so I put that sort of stuff in like a clip about like a sex therapist talking about uh, your issues or something or. Uh, I did one that was about like a, a, a stepsister that caught caught you with her pantyhose on and, and kind of scolds you for it, but makes you jerk off in front of her and her pantyhose. It's kind of like that weird domination uh, or you're being humiliated. So, but you're also doing something you want to do that's taboo or forbidden mm-hmm. at the same time that kind of uh, makes it exciting, I guess, for me. Well, and it sounds like maybe you've done this video thing a lot. I've only done it um, four of them okay. in the past year, and I think I'm going to quit now. How much <laughs> do you just... spend on them? I've done uh, th- uh, $200, $300 on each one. Mm-hmm. And you did you show them to your wife? Like when you told her that you did it, I, you told her after the fact, right? Did she ask to see them? Did she did No, you show she, she said she was understanding of it, and mm-hmm. she didn't take it personally. And I just told her, you know, I got to – warped demented mind from watching all this stuff oh, and right. and i really have a harder time getting it up to the computer than i do when she's you know dressed and ready for me uh, i haven't it hasn't diminished my my uh, lust for her or my love for her right either. you the sex that you guys have is fine but she, i think it's just sometimes she's not in the mood she's not at home so she didn't she didn't care to see the videos though she did she was like fine with it yeah, she didn't care to see him. I mean, when we first got together um, in uh, like 2013, um, we moved in together, and I I, show, I actually sat down and, and let her watch some of my porn, and she was laughing, and um, I guess it kind of gave her instructions too on stuff I liked that she would do for me later on. Yeah, why not? I mean, but I think she's getting uh, kind of at a 
a point where she's just getting more mature and in, in, uh, just how marriages go. I'm sure you've heard a bunch from people like, yeah, when we were young, we used to do all kinds of freaky stuff and everything. And now, you know, she used to wear uh, pantyhose to work um, sometimes for her job and come home and I get to rub her feet after the day. And I'd enjoy that kind of stuff or just going out with her dressed up nice and a skirt and hose. And, but now she just wears like, you know, this office slacks and little <laughs> footies and, and, uh, I mean, I, you know, I just wish she would still, uh, you know, we, I, you just get old and I guess I'm, we, you know, I'm just not as entertaining or, or worth the, the effort that she used to do. Um, yeah, maybe it's not about you more so or her feelings for you. Maybe it's uh, more about her feeling for her, you know, for herself. Um, so why are you going to quit the, have you quit regular porn? Have you ever tried? Because I know you use the word porn addict in your email. You've been watching all this porn all your life. It really, when you were younger, was a way to keep you from living a real life. Yeah. Um, and ha have you used it to that extent when you were married or did you use it less once you got with her and you were having sex with her or was it, did it stay, did you, do you feel like you were still addicted and have been addicted to it all your life? Um, I, I, I haven't really had super bad effects. I don't think real negative I haven't reached porn bottom, rock bottom or something. <laughs> well, why, then why are you quitting? It, I, I, I felt like, uh, you know, paying this large sum of money for somebody to make a clip when there's, you know, billions of billions of right. clips on the web and stuff yeah. is kind of reaching kind of far. But I, I, I'd heard a clip uh, that really turned me on with this woman, um, how she spoke. Like she, now it turned in, instead of just seeing the visual stuff, uh, like I was getting into the audio part of it to me mm -hmm. um about like the fetish or, or just giving you green lights about it like yeah i want to see you do i want you to come in your pantyhose and all this kind of stuff was really getting me excited and uh that's what kind of led me to i think to start directing my own little personal fantasy clips so i could hear the things that, that i think would excite hear. me right but it's still not as it doesn't turn me on as much as if, it, if i just heard it out of the blue or some you know because it sucks to hear what you just wrote kind of repeated by somebody else so that it but it might excite other people so. yeah no i really was i told I, I wanted to get somebody a clip like that i'm like this was a couple years ago but i felt like that should it, if it didn't like i was think i didn't know whether it existed or not i'm like can i just pay a porn store or somebody like a cam person you know to do like a strip thing like I don't know some sort of hot scenario that's very x-rated for somebody who I knew liked a lot of sex right I thought it would be a good birthday present and yeah. but I couldn't I couldn't find it I didn't know what to look up but it's good to know that it exists out there I think it's a good gift for a guy in your life right I mean you went out <laughs> and bought it for yourself but I think, you know, it could be yeah. a good gift to your partner why not that's something else um well, mm -hmm. something else that she's not on board with too. What I wish was, uh, I wish we could have done just the, just the like foot job videos with like her nylons on and, uh, and you know, I would, I would, I would still have anonymity. All you, my dick would be the star and her feet. And, uh, and you know, I think it would be a big ego boost for me. Like, oh, now I'm, I'm posting my, 
my stuff up there and other guys are jacking off to what I'm getting off and I'm getting paid for it too. Like I thought about, I wish you, we could have done that as an extra side job while we were in quarantine and uh, she, <laughs> make some extra Would money. she do that? No, no. I've asked her before. Right. She kind of seemed insulted. I guess she has some sort of personal integrity or thinking about it as a moral But what thing. would you, right. Yeah, I get that. I mean, that's a big line to cross, especially for somebody that's not into it. You know, but is it something you wanted to just show her feet? with you and you want to video it and put it on and have you ever gone on by yourself and shown yourself to other people without her? No. no. I'm surprised no, considering how much time you've spent, you know, as a curious person, as a person that has a high sex drive, but it keeps it strictly online. A lot of it, but uh, you know, thing- always has the need to take it further. Well, I had another thought. I mean, uh, I was kind of wondering uh, if it is such a bad thing and all that. And I was listening to another podcast about how porn addiction is with uh, people today and how most men with erectile dysfunction are like in their 20s or something just from right. uh, they have a hard time physically, sexually with the opposite sex or the same sex. Or, um, um, but uh, they were kind of putting down pornography as like, you know, there's human trafficking and these women, they're forced into these horrible situations and all that. But I'm thinking about like all this stuff. I don't even get off to people having intercourse or anything really hardcore, or nothing involving children or animals or whatever things people got. Um, so I just kind of, I don't know, I feel less kind of guilty about it. Uh, right. What is your typical, just, por- what is the kind of porn that you like? Mostly pantyhose? Yeah, I I really I kind of dig uh, just hearing voices uh, or women's voices kind of talk about my fetish, and uh, I'm not wearing hose or listening. I mean, jerking off to talking to you, but I'm just just saying (laughs) that uh, um, I kind of get off on the audio thing or somebody that kind of understands it or uh, kind of like aha, I caught you, or uh, it's all sort of a childish, lustful side of me that's you know just doesn't go away. And uh, I I think some people can take it to a point where they get psychotic or something though um that there was some some guy on the pantyhose forum that i go to that uh talked about in the news there was another guy that uh, would go out in a t-shirt and pantyhose and he'd go in around this parking lot and he'd tie pantyhose to people's bumpers like somehow that's getting them off or that's a <laughs> so oh some God. people could go kind of crazy with it uh yeah i had a guy on my show a long time ago it it might be hard to find the early episodes of my show because i've been doing it for like six years but he would he would go to like rest stops and he liked to be in full hose like from head to toe and he would like to like flash people i don't know he got pretty hardcore it was almost crossing a line of being like illegal i would say um but it sounds like what you do is is pretty like you said it's okay i think you have i think the only thing with the porn is that you have said that i mean whether you know you're watching stuff that it's not so much about it being bad for you because what you're watching is bad with what the people are doing but it would it's more that you have said that it has really affected your like way of getting turned on right not way what the fuck is the word i don't know why i can't talk right now but it's affected you and as far as what you get turned on by like it's made it harder right isn't you say that in the beginning it makes it harder to, to get 
find stuff interesting on the computer. But I oh, still, but not with your wife. Yeah, my wife comes in, uh, you know, wearing what I like. Uh, you know, I'm I'm instantly excited and mm-hmm. all that. Uh, I think a lot of my stuff is just real soft core compared to what I see on you know some things on there. Right. I could still get off to like a Paul Abdul music video or something. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> so. hilarious! Why? Because she wears tights or something? Is she wearing hose, pantyhose? Yeah, yeah. If you watch Cold Hard Snake video or something, I used to uh-huh. be one of my favorites as a kid. Oh, how funny! That's so interesting. But I, I mean, I could still find that stuff kind of, and and that's on also kind of like a part that like you just kind of discovered this or found this, and the, the people in the video have no idea that it's turning you on or whatever. That's an aspect of it too. Is like, uh, it kind of sucks if I ask my wife to wear it for me, but it's sexier if she just has to <laughs> or, or wants to, you know. Right, but uh, and but she did start out. Do you guys ever go out, or maybe in the earlier years, because she likes to strap it on and you like to be more girly? Like, have you guys ever gone out? Yeah, you know, with, earlier. Yeah, with her wear, strapping it on and you having your undergarments on just so you could be out and about and, you know, have that kind of foreplay and that tension because you guys know what you have underneath and then go home and let loose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We used to do that kind of stuff. Right. And where would you go? Like just out to dinner or? Uh, yeah, we went out to dinner and walked around uh, a little downtown Bay Area, sat on the bench, rubbed her feet. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Uh. I haven't done anything like sexual out in public, though. I mean, um, I mean, never had sex in public and all that. Right. And you've never seen other people. I mean, you guys are happy together. You have no secrets from her except that you were getting those girls to do your videos, but you told her about it. Right. And um, I even had uh, I had a friend of mine, and that's something kind of weird, I guess, it is kind of a conscience thing. Um, I've discovered uh, one of my friends actually... Uh, does webcam work and FaceTime or Skype work with other, you know, for money, mm-hmm. for, uh, sexually, you know, doing stuff for men. And I told her about like this audio fantasy thing I had and she did a audio of it, but then I couldn't really get turned on. I felt really weird about it because I knew <laughs> I who imagine. she was. And yeah. You and knew I the knew voice. That she has children that she's trying to feed. And, mm-hmm. and so I felt, I, I kind of, I listened to it a couple of times, but I stopped listening to it. But, um, yeah, I could see she that. Po- she posted it on her site where she sells this stuff, and some of the guys from this forum bought it on the Pantyhose Fetish Forum, and they were like, man, that's the best $5 I ever spent, and this will see more year mileage than a, a Sears catalog. And oh, my God, just, hilarious. They really liked so they're, and it was kind of weird getting, it's kind of like porn laundering or something, like I'm turning these guys on by my fantasy that I wrote that she, you know, through her. It's kind of strange. Yeah, but, but you I could mean, kind of look at it like because you felt so guilty that she was, you, you were helping her to do something, but she was trying to feed her kids. So in a weird way, you are helping to feed her kids without really using her. Though I don't know. I mean, you, you're helping your friend out. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, I'll tell my wife after we find. <laughs> Does she know well, about the the good? Yeah, friend? I did tell her about that clip thing. Um. Right. She didn't. And that's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of, I actually confessed to her about like, uh, you know, I really like the audio, like the, if you would just tell me, you know, I'd probably come real fast. If you just told me like come in your pantyhose or, or, you know, just something along those kind of lines, but she did, she's like, Oh, that's too silly. 
she doesn't. She would not. She's not comfortable with it. She's not comfortable. Yeah, but she's comfortable with her toy up my ass and all this other stuff. But she's like, I'm not gonna say stuff to you. Right. Uh, Have, did you ever see if she would record your scripts for you? Like, did you ever give her a script and be like, can you no, record this for me? I kind of already assume it's a no. Really? <laughs> yeah. Even for your birthday, she wouldn't do it? Maybe. Next birthday. Uh, yeah, ask for it. I mean, how hard is it well, going to be for her I've to already, read a script? You write it? Adam, yeah, yeah, but how, wouldn't it turn you on more if your wife was doing it or no? Uh, I, if I was forcing her to, it would suck. It wouldn't be as fun. No, I mean, like the one that you wrote for your friend, the really hot one, or you could come up with another one. You're a creative person. You come up with another one and uh, tell her that's, you know, to, to read it and tape it when you're not around for you, for your. Nah, I think she would be kind of feel like I was trying to force her to do something she doesn't want to do. I've already asked her about like doing like even just a, a foot job fetish thing or something with the pantyhose and my dick and just no. Telling well, you people wanted, who we are and stuff. But you wanted her to put it up online. This would be something that she would do just yeah. for you. Uh, I'm just saying because you're going to like, you're going to cut out that part of the porn and it's something that you really enjoy and really like. Uh, you know, that I, I don't see why she wouldn't do a tape of something that you wrote for her for you, not for anybody else, just for you. And then if you had that, then. Yeah, yeah. I was even tempted to ask her, well, can we make videos anyways? And if you ever, yeah. if I ever put them online, can, can you just, uh, we, we can divorce because, uh, you know, <laughs> I swear I won't do it. I'll just, I would, I'll have videos of you to jack off to when you're not around and I'd be lovely. I don't know. Oh, I thought you meant like you could put them online when after you divorce. So you're saying, can we do the videos now just in case we leave each other that I, you could no, still no. jerk off saying, to her? I was saying you can divorce me if you catch me putting them online. Oh, right. I'll just keep them right. on my hard drive for my own personal pleasure. Yeah, yeah. And what did she say? No way? Um, no, I haven't asked her yet. I, I just remember asking about if I could, if we could do that for extra money on the side and it'd be fun <laughs> to get paid to get off of yeah, yeah, just but she enjoy. said no for that. But yeah. I think it's a different story if you ask her to do it just for you. And like I, I said, I don't, see... I don't think she'd trust me. I don't think I'd Well, trust because me you either. just asked her. Oh, why? Because you think you might put it on? Yeah, I don't think I'd trust me or her. Uh, she doesn't trust me with it either, I don't think. You seem pretty honest, though. I mean, maybe you do it and then tell her after, but it's not like you keep any secrets from her. You're pretty open about everything. Even you got those videos from those girls and paid for them and then told her. I mean, it's not like you keep any secrets from her. And you probably are the type of person that if you did do it one day and posted it, you'd wind up confessing. So it's, I'm, I'm it's keeping not like this you a live secret a secret life. What, the, being on the show? Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, maybe not... someday. Yeah, I mean, she listen. W if she heard anything that you were talking about on this show, like, I mean, it's not like she would hear any. You, you're t saying something that she's never heard before, right? I mean, right. It's not you haven't said anything. I mean, you have no secrets from her. It's not like you have a secret life. No. Right. Um, right. I, uh, well, I mean, I just don't uh, wake her up. And go, hey, honey, I'm going to jerk off to. Porn now or something. I don't. I don't know. No. Yeah, well, that I mean, you don't need to. I'm sure she doesn't tell you either. Girls jerk off themselves too. I mean, yeah. maybe she's doing her own thing sometimes. It's just, 
You yeah, know? no, yeah, man. I bought her. I bought her one of those fancy seventy dollar clit sucking dildo things. Yeah. She she said it didn't do it for. Her. She didn't like it. No. If you want one, I give it to you for free. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was seventy bucks, and it has a USB charger and all that stuff. So uh, waterproof. She didn't like um, it. But she didn't like it. But, oh. But she did try it. Yeah, she said she tried it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, sometimes you have to give things like that, you know, more than one try. You and, know, it could have uh, been the wrong mood. It could have been she wasn't so horny that time. I mean, I don't know. I think, you know, you have to give those kind of things a, a couple tries before you uh, say no. But maybe I don't know what she's into. I think everybody is very different the way that they're stimulated. She actually, I remember, I remember her, her uh, when we were younger, like she would actually like uh, watching porn of dude on dude and. Like just orgy stuff with everybody's by. Oh, so she, like that. well, that's why she, and she likes the pegging thing and she likes to strap it on. Yeah. That's now, probably why. Well, that's, I mean, you guys each have your own thing that you're into. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but you know, do you, does she ever ask you if you would like to be with guys or does she ever want you to fill out, fulfill that fantasy for her? Or do you guys no, role play asked. that? No, she hadn't asked that. I think I might do an offer if she would do my stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was asking. I was going to say, like, you could, you know, you could tell her that you'll mock up her fantasy if she mocks she's, up yours. She said some stuff before, like, uh, uh, when we were watching some of the old porn I liked on, uh, when we first got together and laughing, and she's like, well, if you ever want that domination stuff, I, I can't do that, but uh, I'll pay i'll pay for somebody else to do it and i'll watch or something so i don't know if we'll ever go down that far yeah uh, she's around. that's a little you know for her to say that wh why not yeah, she's pretty pretty open and understanding with a lot of things mm -hmm. yeah and she has her own things that she's into i mean you got like i said you guys seem pretty open and honest with each other that I think it's not like she's shutting you down. And I feel like if you maybe offer her up something or propose a certain thing a different way, I mean, saying, hey, will you live out this fantasy and videotape it so I could let other people watch it? You know, there's a lot of people that wouldn't be into that. But if you say, yeah. hey, can you you know, mock up this fantasy and we'll tape it or can you read this scenario and do this hot thing for me on videotape just for my pleasure, you know, so I don't have to pay it, these it, girls. It, Why not? I think there's just that double world of, you know, I, 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 would, I don't think I would be turned on by her saying it just because I know that would be like her forcing herself to or something. Oh, really? Just like um, your friend when your friend did it for you? <laughs> it ruined it for you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she did it for free and... Uh, yeah, I, I bet she sold it to some other guy. I, I haven't even listened to that in a while. The um, one you said, uh, tons of guys went and bought it, isn't it? Isn't that what you yeah, said? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure if you told people right now how to get it, they'd like it. I mean, there's all these pantyhose guys are going to be listening to this episode. Well, uh, yeah, tell them to go on the, the pantyhoseexperience.com is the website. Is that her website or it's just no, a website? No, that's, uh, that's, that's a forum that's been around since the early 2000s by uh, like a, a famous photographer or semi-famous photographer that does like Wolford ads and things. And uh, it's a forum for fetishists. And oh, okay. in all sizes and shapes. And, <laughs> and so where could they find that $5? It'd be on the, in the video. Tell them the video section. Look for uh, uh, erotic audio. 
Look for what? Oh, it's on it's on the women uh, section. Uh, video women video section is where it's at. They don't have an audio section. Oh, okay. The women's video. Or they could uh, if they join the site, they could just ask on the main chat page, and somebody would tell them. Right, but is she the only one on there selling those fantasies? The no, no. There's all sorts of uh, there's websites that post pictures every day. The guys go in the forum, they get to check those out. We get to share like different links of free videos or things. It's kind of like a a porn porn club. Right, right, right. Friends, <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, there's even uh, the chat thing's really funny. You can see how people get are kind of too far and weird. There's one guy that was doing a poll of. Uh, have you ever ejaculated in a woman? And if, if so, uh, was it your wife? Was it your girlfriend? Was it a hooker? Was it, he had like this poll where you pick a dot and it makes a graph. And, yeah. I, was, and I posted on there, are you doing a, a, a school science fair project or something? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I guess he was just getting off on his poll. Yeah. The... Somebody else said something like, man, this quarantine's really got you desperate or something. <laughs> Listen, people put those polls on Facebook. People are into polls. I mean, he might just yeah, be this like, guy was just, into just stats. Yeah, so so if people want stuff like that, people that are into pantyhose, like fantasies, audio, right, spoken, they have them on that website. And what is the website again? Pantyhose? experience.com experience. probably a lot of people know about it right is that what you're yeah, saying they probably people, know it about. people that are into pantyhose know that place well they should go to that we're gonna wrap it up i feel like you know we were all over the place on this but for now thanks for calling in and sharing your story okay all right thanks thorn thanks for calling in thank you kathy bye you, you too bye do you have a story lifestyle or situation you can't talk about to anyone to anyone or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show well strictly anonymous wants to hear from you send us an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name and remember everything is strictly anonymous strictly anonymous